Hello, everyone. Usually the opening line is funny, but we're taking a month-long break to prepare for Season 3, and there is nothing funny about that. This is Bombers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the final episode of Season 2 of The Bombers. Yay! We did it! Yay! Woo! One whole ex- another year number two. We and we didn't even get canceled by our network. Yeah, coming back. We're renewed for season three. Um, I am bomber number five, Deg. We have bomber number one, Spiegel. Yo, that's me. That is you. I'm excited to have you with me here on this final episode, Spiegel. And of course. Bomber number three, Zyber. I am here. I, I'm happy to have you here with me on this final episode here, Zyber. I'm not going to reveal any of the specifics, but you're getting some big bomberage for the final episode. Yay. Of season two. Ever. Speaking of uh, speaking of this being the end of season two, I see the first item on the Bombtastic News. Zyber, could you please talk to me about that? Yes, the first item... And the bombastic news is uh, end of season two. <gasps> what is season two ending? What does that mean for our many fans, our eleven fans? What does that mean? All eleven of them. Yeah. Well, you know, I told one of my friends that this was happening. He went, "There's seasons." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yes, that, like podcasts, you know, like serial and like the true crime pod. They all have seasons. They all have themes. The theme of this season for bombers was video games. To who knows what season three will bring for a theme? It it might be. I a mean, you'll have to on you'll that. have to tune back in. You might it have might, to tune back in. It could be video games. Shh! Don't spoil it. But it could be a variant on video games, yes. or it could be something else entirely different. You don't know. You'll we're taking the break for the month of March, and we'll be back in April. And you have to come listen now to figure out what season season three's theme will be. Maybe it'll only be mild Taco Bell. What? I don't know. But if you'd like to continue interacting with us while we are on this hiatus of a season, you can still uh, join our Discord. Link in the description below. Uh, Just talk with us. Hang out. Be a part of one of our clubs that might be still active. I really don't know. Otherwise, you can start asking us questions for the next season at our Gmail. This is bombers at gmail.com. You can still probably see us on Twitch playing video games and such at this is bombers. And if you want to follow us to know when we are on Twitch or whenever a new release of season three happens, you can follow us on Twitter at this is bombers. And if you'd like to start pumping up that money, become our friends for us to advertise you on the season three opening episode you can join our patreon link in the description below this is bombers give us money i I feel like it's important to note that we are taking a hiatus from the bombers we are not taking a hiatus from our community in general so the discord will still be around and we'll still be interacting we have some other projects that we might be releasing that are not the main bombers podcast so keep an eye out for those things in general uh, we're we're still active. We're still here. We still love you all. Especially we love 
our friends of the show, Haley, Himaru, and best friend of the show, Rob. So your money is still going towards us producing something. So keep giving us money on that Patreon. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you really like the podcast, you know, too bad. But uh, we, but we'll even still be not just doing stuff on Twitch for you, you know, video challenged people like me. Uh, I'm going to be releasing some very special stuff on the uh, Bombers podcast feed. So if you're subscribed to our RSS feed or whatever that is, or if you just like listen to the, you know, you just like wait and get the podcast on Monday morning, you know, in Spotify or whatever. Uh, you know, there's going to still be stuff there. It's just not going to be bombers stuff, and it may not be every Monday. It might be whenever I feel like it. Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. It's yeah. technically still like quote unquote bomber stuff because you are bomber number one, Spiegel. Well, I mean, yeah, we're just kind of doing. We're t- really the reason for the hiatus is just a convenient excuse for us to get creative and just do some weird stuff that we've been wanting to do for a while. So, uh, that we, that, you know, we can't do with the format of the regular I, podcast. So. I, I can't instead believe of, you gave it away. Yeah, like instead I of can. doing, instead of trying to do both the podcast and the, the other things at the same time, we're just going to do one of those things. Instead of doing a podcast, I can take a nap on Friday nights. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll show the live stream of that too. Yep. Yeah, that's a uh, part of the $100 uh executive bomb deucer <laughs> tier. <laughs> yeah. Watch Zyber sleep for $100. It's pretty great. $100 a month. Whoa. Yep. Worth it. That's that you know, that's a uh, $25 a nap. Yeah, nap every Friday. I haven't really mentioned this, but besides our main site Podbeans, we are also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and whatever other websites that people take podcasts from things from that's not accurate we're only on those four we're not on like stitcher or like the other no i mean like there's definitely there's definitely websites that just pull podcasts from these places and oh really okay yeah well we're on those then let's put it out let's put it this way you can find us we're out there yep search for this bombers or just bombers i mean you're already listening to the show what why are we telling you where we are you're already listening He's so got a, I, don't, can, I don't understand that. Yeah, so they can the, listen to us at multiple like, locations. <laughs> all podcasts yeah. do this. We're on Stitcher and Apple and wherever you listen to podcasts. We're even wherever you're listening to the podcast right now. We are there. We are in your Keep bedroom. Listening. We are in your car. We are in your fiance's mouth. What? Hold on. Uh, did you know that next up is the weekly bomb? <laughs> Tiny bombs, tiny bombs, uh, because this week we did have the new uh, Pokemon Presents, actually earlier today for us recording it right now, uh, Pokemon Presents presented by Manscaped, where we got some really cool, uh, <laughs> we got some really cool announcements. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Pokemon and, and determine if we think that this Pokemon Presents was a bomb or the bomb. First off, they showed... Some footage from new Pokemon Snap. Well, hold on. I gotta tell you. Don't bury the lead. Don't bury the lead. They showed a six-minute video showing all the ways in which the Pokemon Company has attempted to ruin Pokemon over the last twenty-five years. I was. I. I'll be honest. Didn't watch that part of the video when I sat and watched the VOD of it. So, uh, all of it looked. I looked at. it, I was like, "This is a sizzle reel. I don't care." Next. Yeah, I'm confused. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> My favorite thing about basically, you know, they at the beginning of the video, the presentation, they showed like a six minute sizzle reel of like 
every Pokemon release and every Pokemon product like ever. And it was great because at the bottom, if you didn't know, it would it would show, you know, Pokemon red and green up on the screen. And at the bottom, it would say hashtag game. And then they would do like the trading cards and it's like hashtag trading card game. And then it would do, you know, the anime and it would say hashtag anime. Like, do they did they expect people to just be putting these generic hashtags in their tweets about this great video? It was really weird. I, I mean, mean why... I get that they want to celebrate it, but like a lot of this stuff is utter garbage. And these are not real hashtags. Yeah, what what's the point of putting the hashtag in front? That's such a weird, like, pseudo-social media bullcrap thing to do. There was a great one where uh, they were showing the like the Pokemon, like the novelizations of the anime that were popular in the in the like the early two thousands, I think, and it was it said hashtag book at the bottom. I think. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> what is going on? I mean, maybe it's thinking? for the actual point of the hashtag and not for the social media point of it. What is the actual point? Sorting, I mean, yeah, basically sorting. Sorting no, it's... what? It's in a video. Yeah. Sorting as in, oh, this is the book part, this is the anime part. Did you know that you can just, you can put, if you want to, you can do parentheses, just like, this is a book, book, parentheses. <laughs> so they showed us some books, they showed us some games, they showed the trading card. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was fun at times, you know, there was even a portion where they were showing off Pokemon Dash for the DS for some stupid reason. Did they show, uh, uh, did they show the Pikachu bouncy house? Uh, I didn't. I did not see a Pikachu bouncy house, but they did like hashtag talk uh, with uh, "Hey you Pikachu." I'm trying to remember like what else they showed. They showed that's the funny. transfer pack. That one's uh, actually Pokemon really funny. Stadium. When are they gonna remake that? What Hopefully "Hey you never. Pikachu"? Yeah, Awful. everything has mics on it these days. So here's the catch, though: if they remade "Hey you Pikachu," you would need Nintendo Online, and you'd have to use your phone to talk to Pikachu. What if "Hey you Pikachu" was the next Pokemon mobile game? Think about it. Stop. Think about it. Yeah, but Pokemon Snap looks really Pokemon good. The Pokemon company ten million dollars. Yeah, new Pokemon Snap looked awesome. They they did about five minutes on that, and uh, honestly, I've, I'm hyped for a game that I did not think it was possible for me to be hyped for because of how overrated I think the original Pokemon Snap is. I think the original was good, and yeah, that's I mean, someone who played for the first time a year ago. I already had new Pokemon Snap pre-ordered, and this just justified my pre-order, basically. Because the only thing Don't that I'll you... pre-order anymore is Nintendo games. Well, hold on. Don't you think that the game being good is what's going to justify your pre-order, not a five-minute trailer? No, I'm saying presentation. This, this has justified me continuing the pre-order. This has shown that it's still looking good, and I'm still excited about it, as opposed to going and canceling it and being like, oh, they screwed it. And then, yeah, ultimately, the ultimate uh, justification will be when I get the game, and it is good. But for now, I'm glad that I made the pre-order and I'm continuing it. Um, I didn't watch it, but the little screenshots that I did see on Twitter looked pretty good. So, I give it two thumbs up. Speaking of screenshots, did you see any of the images of the Diamond and Pearl remake, Cyber? I did. I'm what not do you a fan think? of it, just like no? I'm not a fan of Link's Awakening's remake design. Spiegel, what's your take on the Diamond and Pearl? Well, so, you know, for anyone who's listening to this who somehow hasn't seen it, you know, chibi art style, right? Um, and and arguably faithful to the original Diamond and Pearl, uh, you know, sprite design. 
I don't even think that's arguably. I think it is 100% objectively faithful to yeah. exactly what that sprite design was in the original. Okay, so in that sense, for good or you know, for good or worse, depending on your subjective opinion, for good or worse, good or or worserer, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> worserer, uh, so like a bad sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the anyway. worserer is. <laughs> What were we talking about? Diamond? Pro- I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think it looks great. I, I think that it. Uh, all right, Dagger, you you with us? No, I'm here now. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> I think for better or for worse, or that uh, oh, that it looks it looks fine. You know, I, I don't. It does not blow me away. But at the same time, I didn't need it to. If they if they are going for the faithful recreation of Diamond and Pearl, that is essentially what those games looked like. They're just blowing it up onto a big TV. Uh, which is fine. And I really like Diamond and Pearl. I'm going to need them to do something a little extra to make this game worth the purchase because unlike the previous Pokemon game remakes, Diamond and Pearl are pretty much like the what I would call like the modern era of Pokemon gameplay where things haven't really changed that much since Gen 4. So I'm going to need something to convince me to get it as opposed to just going back and playing the excellent DS games. That's I can me. hear that. I get you on that. That... That tracks, because honestly, the Pokemon formula hasn't changed since Diamond Pearl. Yeah, so I'd say that I don't really care much for the chibi art style and such. I did like the designs of the in-battle characters. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, I appreciate that they are keeping track with the original art direction of the sort of chibi-ish, sprite-ish looking ones for the overworld and the more realistic, more detailed ones for in the fight. I I think that looks cool. Yeah. So I was, I was kind of agreeing with you, but I don't necessarily hate the chibi. Please continue. <laughs> so I'd say that I'm not too interested in getting it, but uh, Haley, my fiance, is pretty interested. So I'll oh, most right. likely be getting the other version <laughs> to play with her then. Um, and also, like, I am seeing online, it's just like a, oh, this is going to be terrible. Why don't I just play the regular version? Like, people are just instantly assuming that's going to be a literal remake and not have, like, extra stuff. And I'm just like, you you guys looked at Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, right? They had, like, way too different things compared to the originals. <laughs> I think, I mean, it's it's going to be that stuff. We just need to see what it is first. Yeah. yeah. Potentially, what'll make and break it is not only the additional stuff that they add to it, but also them adding like online battle and all those kinds of things. Because that's probably the one big stumbling block between just loading up the old Diamond and Pearl versus getting the remake is the accessibility of playing with your friends and trading with your friends and etc. Well, they need to bring back the global trade system, first of all. Yeah. Yeah, where you could absolutely. trade with anybody in the world. You just like say, I'm looking for this Pokemon. Here's the Pokemon I'm offering. Go. I love that. As Pokemon Go. Wonder no. Trade stuff. Ugh, Wonder Trade. What a bunch of... Who Who in the world is putting good Pokemon into the Wonder Trade? I would love to know. Hackers. Okay. Saints. I've only, I've only dumped hackers. garbage into that thing. There is no incentive to put a good Pokemon into Wonder Trade, period. Because there's always good people out there who are doing it for you, and then you hope to get one. But I, <laughs> but like, what is my incentive as a bad person? There isn't one. Well, and also, like, the chances are high that you're going to just get trash anyway. And then you're just going to dump the trash back into it and hope for something good again. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, what was the other game? 
Uh, the other game, and I had a segue from earlier that I forgot that had something to do with art direction, but uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, an open world Pokemon game. That thing that we've all kind of been excited for uh, forever, especially since it almost looked like Sword and Shield was going that, and then they only had the, what do they call those? The free range? The wild or... area. Yeah, wild that area. was it. This game is like one big wild area, and yeah. what's cool, what's cool is... Not not the open world thing. Like, I don't really care about that, to be honest. What is cool to me is that this is the first time that I can ever remember them really taking a different approach to the battles. Yes. Because the screenshot or the, the video that they showed not only seemed to imply that it was going to be active time battle, you know, think like Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy VII where the Pokemon aren't. It's not like it's not back to back to back moves on one side to the other side turn based type stuff. It's. The HUD is very minimal in the battles. It's just like a list of moves, and then there's the Pokemon right there in the world. No scene change. Where where you are standing is where you are battling. And it's like, oh my god, why did it take so long for you guys to figure out this is exactly what we've all really kind of wanted for a while? Yeah, like I'm pretty sure at some episode of this podcast, I've talked about how Pokemon needs to try out ATP. I think that's a good thing for them to try to move into. I I know there's some people that don't like ATP, they prefer being able to have the time to think and all that stuff, but it's just it's just so much better for, I mean, strategy-wise kind of stuff. And like, it changes up how a lot of the status effects work and such. It's, I mean, it just changes the meta completely. Yeah, it's, and, it's the refresh yeah. that they need, yeah. Because Pokemon hasn't, as we just said, it hasn't changed since Diamond and Pearl, essentially. We've had the exact same for lack of a better term, meta. Yeah, so sure, some of the meta has changed as far as which Pokemon is strong and which ones aren't, but the, everything about how it's played has been the same for forever. And this, I'm I'm pretty excited about the ATB change. I hope that it does well and it, it is, it ports the Pokemon feel into an ATB setting. Yeah, and cool. then, and then story-wise, this takes place before, like, as popular for people to catch pokemon stuff like you are actually trying to fill out pokedex not every everyone and their granddaughter has a pokemon there's probably not going to be poke centers because why would there be we got like wooden pokeballs to catch things i was going to mention the wooden looking pokeballs (laughs) yeah like this might even really kind of be before there were like pokemon trainers uh there's not really any indication that there's a bunch of people just like you out there they only really showed wi- the wild area and like wild Pokemon in that trailer. There's probably not a really Pokemon League. Like we're gonna finally have a different reason to be going through this game. It looks. <gasps> what if you crazy. create the Pokemon League? You you become the the champion by default. Well, could I um, use that to segue into the thing that I think is kind of questionable about this, which is the actual open worldness, because all of this. Big empty world without other trainers where you're wandering around pseudo guideless and it kind of, uh, you know, everything's empty before before culture has been set up, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. To me, as a setting, harkens to Breath of the Wild and then looking at the actual art direction and the way that the game looks, it looks like they lifted a lot of... Breath of the Wild stuff directly for this open worldness, and I'm not sold on that. Personally, hold on, I I have a I have a real problem with that take. 
Because literally what everybody said when Pokemon Sword and Shield came out is, why couldn't they have just done Pokemon but Breath of the Wild style? Like with that type of open world. I don't I don't buy... I mean, maybe that's your opinion. I don't buy that anybody really thinks that, though, apart from what you just said. Are I'm they? not sure if that's the argument you're making, but that doesn't, se- well, that doesn't seem to track at all. Well, the thing that, I, that I'm, I'm saying is that it... Not, not that the Breath of the Wild style doesn't necessarily work as much as it just looks like Breath of the Wild. Well, the very it's, first thing I saw, lazy. the very first thing I saw on Reddit was finally they made the Breath of the Wild Pokemon game we've been wanting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or the Xenoblade Chronicles Pokemon game that we've been wanting. Big open world, active time battle. Yeah, my yeah. first thought about seeing the Breath of the Wild thing was, oh, so like we can only use our Pokemon until they break. Huh. What if technically uh, true? So here, they, they faint. Wouldn't it be cool if instead of power points that uh, that these that the moves that your Pokemon learned had like cooldown times and you it's and you set four moves but you can pull from a giant pool of moves depending on the type of Pokemon that you have and they learn more just like you would level up you know your characters in in one of these uh, like a Xenoblade Chronicles type of game. I mean, with ATP, but my mind is just bursting with possibilities about how they can. I would really make this a cool game in terms of gameplay. I'm just hoping with it being ATB that they drop that you only get four moves exactly. Entirely, yeah. Zyber, I, we're on the same page on that. Give me a big pool of moves like you do Arts in Xenoblade Chronicles, or like it's as dumb as this is to say something like the WoW, where you have your different moves that are on cooldowns, and you've got this big list of moves, but it depends on the order you use them and how their cooldowns are, you know, function. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, show of hands. Delivery. Show of hands. Uh, we have Rumor delivering food to Deg, apparently. All right, hello, Rumor. Pizza. All right, goodbye. Food is still oh, upstairs. Hi, I, need thanks, to get for some, I could go for some pizza. Uh, anyway, is, show of hands. Okay, stop Stop talking about your food for a second. Garlic it's, bread. It's garlic bread. Okay, it's garlic. Garlic. great. <laughs> this is the last episode of season two. Can we be a little more professional, please? Oh, no. man, where's my Taco Bell for the last episode? <laughs> there's there's no, there's no, like, recourse or punishment for this episode being bad because we're not doing anything after this. That's ever true. Again. It's not like we, can, we can't lose listeners after this episode because there will be none until... Uh, Season three. Sorry, starts. what am I putting my hand up for? I already forgot. Garlic bread. I'll put my hand up for some garlic bread. Alright, so real quick, uh the so the Sinnoh Sinnoh, right? The Diamond and Pearl remakes are being made by a different company, although there's still a Pokemon whatever main people helping them with it. Mm-hmm. And so instead we got the Pokemon company working on this Legends game, and Legends isn't coming out until at least twenty twenty two is what they said. Definitely. So do we finally least. have the first year where we don't have them releasing a Pokemon game? I mean, well, they're releasing Game Freak specifically. And... Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, oh. th- that's what's exciting to me is we're finally saying, okay, Game Freak, you know, go do your go do your uh, Treyarch thing, and then we'll have this, and then we'll have another company come in and and be the uh, the uh, who's the other one that does the crappy Call of Duty games that nobody likes, or is Treyarch the crappy one? I think Treyarch's the crappy one. I really don't remember. The point is, they're splitting it up finally so that the development people can actually focus on the thing they're making. Yeah. It's about time. Yeah, for sure. Okay, we can move off Pokemon now. Oh, man, that was a heavy Pokemon. I didn't expect us to go that deep, but man, Pokemon Legends has got me all tied up in knots to the potential. Oh, I remember the question. 
Who is ready to be disappointed <laughs> oh again? Raise your hand if you're ready. I'm ready. Disappoint me, Game Freak. To be, dis- to dis- to be disappointed in my Pokemon for the seventh time in a row? The difference, the difference, okay, is that the last seven times I've been disappointed by Pokemon games, it was at the reveal. I've never been excited by a Pokemon reveal, ever. This time, I am psyched. So, there you go. Hey, remember how I got you to somewhat like Sword and Shield? I mean, yeah, there were things I liked about Sword and Shield. <laughs> I-, I think that if they build on those things, they can have a really good game here. I think if they continue yeah. to go the Sword and Shield general direction, we're headed for a black hole in the middle of Problems. the universe. From which there was no return of light or my soul. So, or Pokemon's soul. Your, you know, your soul is light. The ocean is love. There it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, what, I'm what done else? with Pokemon. Let's move on. You know, speaking yeah. of black holes, uh-huh. let's, let's move on to the main part of this episode, where we finally answer all these questions we have from our viewers in Mil- Bomber's Mil- Notebook. We have uh, built up quite a backlog of questions, and I'm very excited to get to these over the last half hour of Bombers that any of you will ever hear uh, for the next month. Ever. Yeah. For the so next let's go on with the black holes thing. We got a question from Lance. What do you fear most about space? There's the segue. Okay. Lance, uh, a coworker it. of mine. <laughs> I was, I was Hello, hoping. Lance. Uh, Lance, I know that you are uh, listening to this program for the very first time, so welcome. Uh, you bought a PS5. That was a bad decision. Could have waited. Played some actual games later. Uh, what do I fear the most about space? I fear, I, I, in general, I fear the unknown, but I think the lack of air is pretty scary. Can't breathe in space. No. You can quote me on that one. Science has proven that that we're just going to in space. (laughs) <laughs> science has proven that you cannot breathe in space in space i fear that we're just going to use space as a way to avoid our problems on earth and then just send problems to other planets instead Ooh, like sending heavy. giant things of trash into space like the garbage ball in futurama exactly yeah. <laughs> that's a the great thing episode. that scares me about space is the infinitude of it how big it is how there's just like it goes Literally forever. And it's kind of, it, 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 it stares you in the face with the meaninglessness of your own existence on this tiny blue marble. Wow. Eh. Bummer. I wanted to get heavy too. <laughs> I don't want my life to be that meaningful. <laughs> okay. It makes Pokemon Sun and Moon being awful feel much more insignificant than it is. There you, yeah, see? It's helpful. Ugh, those games are so awful. Well, thank you for the lovely question, Lance. You're welcome. I don't know if any of us actually answered it seriously, except Deg, who made up the word infinitude in in which to uh, express his fear of the unknown. I like it's 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 a it's a word that I made up that I enjoy. <laughs> All right, let's move on to a question from Nell Fane. If you could have any animal, fictional or real, to ride into battle, what would you choose? Tandem Psychic War Elephant. That is a great choice. I know, that's why I said it. Spiegel probably what do you mean a, What do you mean a tandem elephant? Like a tandem bike where it has like three two, wheels? Two, but but the, it's, it has two it's elephants? An, it's an elephant like, face. 
it's 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 an elephant's head on each side with only four legs and it's got two saddles and you ride it together and it's also psychic and it's made for war and it's an elephant i would ride it from it's from adventure it's from just a pichu a pichu yeah like like pichu slippers one on each foot nope i would ride a pichu just hop right on there i don't (laughs) I don't remember the name of it, but I was thinking of the the whatever like animal that the bounty hunter and and avatar rode that could like what? smell from really far away. Did we lose him in the middle of his answer? Apparently, you did. All I heard was bounty hunter. We lost we lost him in the middle of his answer. <laughs> well, but it, it stayed in the Discord or in the uh, in the in the audio recording program. He continued talking. Yes, so yes. I did not need to. Repeat myself. Yeah, but no, so, I can't. Re- so, Deg, you and you. I will be surprised when we listen to the episode what his answer was. Oh yeah, I would. You know what? I would totally ride that too. That thing. <laughs> yeah, that he man, said. that's an awesome answer. Thank good you. Good answer. Good answer. That was a great question, Nelthane. Good answer. Nelthane, who by the way submitted like a million questions a month, and we have to like pick the best ones because they're not all good. Uh, and speaking of which, some of these questions we got just freaking. Awful. I'll read some of the ones that we got that we're not doing. Okay? For an example of a question oh. that you should not be submitting. Here we go. Uh, uh-huh. This is from Rumor. What is the average airspeed velocity of a coconut-laden deg? Okay, that's a good quote from a Monty Python movie, but that's not a real question. Um, okay, and, and also, five, stop answering the questions in the questions chat. Okay, that's not what the questions chat is for. The questions chat is for you to ask us questions, not to answer other people's questions. If you want to answer other people's questions, for the question has to get right on the show, and then you can answer it in the bombers chat. Stop misusing the Discord. Spiegel, you okay. know what the best part of that was? That someone responded to a question in that chat as you were saying this. What? Come on. Really? <laughs> come on. Come on, Himaru. You're no longer a friend of the show. Um, You're it- fired. I don't take your money back. <laughs> well, let's not go too far here. Come What's on. the next question? Uh, let's go to Himaru, who also has a lot of no. questions. Nope. Oh, uh, yeah, we're... he's most of the content of this segment, so we have to. <laughs> yeah. Show's you... over. Season over. <laughs> if you could improve any game console, what would you change about it? Mm, this is a good one. So this is originally a like two-part question uh, that we actually cut the first part. Um, and I don't even remember what it you'll was. You'll have to go into uh, you'll have to go into the questions and search for it in order to figure out what the first half was. Who wants to go first? I don't really have an answer for this right away. I'll go first. I got this. Okay. I'd say that I would improve the KFC console by adding a drink dispenser. <laughs> yes, okay, that's a really good answer. <laughs> that is a great. I don't feel like we can follow that up. That's we should. You should have saved that for last. Yeah, that's... well, you, you didn't have one, so. I mean, I have well, I don't one, have but one. now it's now it yeah. pales in comparison to how good that was. Yeah, now I don't. Now I can't I would, come up with one. I would. I would fix the Vita to not use proprietary memory. Oh, that's a good oh, one. That's a good answer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the Vita good, good, good answer, really could have been good, I think. But yeah, that stupid memory card. That's why I so would expensive. I would want it to be fixed. Because it wasn't um, a bad console, it just it got screwed. It also needed games. Yeah, I mean, it, it had I games, mean, and it probably would have got more games if more people would have bought it. I think, 
and I, I'm going to take, the, I think, the easy way out and say the Xbox One, and for, for pretty much the same reason, it just didn't have any games. Uh, it didn't have any exclusive games that you mm-hmm. said, oh man, we gotta get, it didn't Why have, need that? you know, it didn't have the Resident Evil 7, it didn't have the Persona 5, it didn't have the Horizon Zero Dawn, it had none of that stuff. It didn't have a Breath of the Wild, it didn't have a Mario Odyssey. You know what it had? It had Forza Horizon? Halo. But the bad okay. Halo games. Yeah, it had Forza yeah, Horizon, had- Halo 5, and Sunset Overdrive, which eventually went to the PC, so... I mean, yep. I mean, like, like what? I would love someone to name ten Xbox One exclusive games that were actually. I don't good. think there are. I heard, I, mean, I don't think there are what, ten. Once you factor in the fact that all Xbox games eventually got released on PC anyway, you're not going to find even any. at the time. Even at the time, I, I don't think you could name ten. A convincing ten. Gears of War. I don't know. Like I said, I don't think you could name 10. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Proprietary memory, lo- games, and a drinking dispenser. That's what we got. <laughs> that's what Good I would, answers. yeah. That's, that's what Good I answer. want out of a Good console. <laughs> Thank you, Mario, for that question. Please stop answering questions in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Call now. Um, that goes double for the rest of giant... you. Yeah, let's move on to a giant question here uh, from Brittany. You can completely Ooh. delete five games from gaming history. Which five are you yeeting into non-existence? This is going to take up a bunch of time, I think. I have a couple of comments on this question before we start answering. Uh, first of all, see, we are diverse. We do have a diverse audience. Women listen to this show, too. Just putting that out there. <laughs> Brittany is a co-worker of mine. She's, uh, she's a very nice person. And uh, she's got a great question, the question Except for the use of the term yeeting, which I do not understand what that means I, I can guess by context i, I guess I it just means it. throw i've never heard that before. i don't approve of it wow it's what all the kids are said <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> all right somebody eat that bread out of Dave's really mouth is over forever because deg just choked on a piece of garlic bread zombie i'm eating pizza making of the week <laughs> Uh, what was the All right, question? who wants to go oh, first you... on answering this question? The well, deleting five like, things. Can we go like one by one? one? Like I go, then you go, then Deg goes, and then we just like kind of go in order, sure, you know, just to get to our five. Because yeah, well, some of I don't have a full list, and I you guys are probably going to inspire me on some level. Cool. Let's um, let's do it in bomber order. Spiegel, go first. Okay, so I do have I do have one uh, right off the bat, and that game is. Don't draw it out. <laughs> Okay, I won't draw it out. But well, you're the one who's making me delay it. I would delete. <laughs> I would yeet Pokemon Sword and Shield out of existence. Wow. I want them to try again. <laughs> try again right. and do it right this time. That's basically it. Like I, It was a good try, but it was unfinished. It, it was like Pokemon X and Y... But it like you you know how that game they spent so much time working on the models the 3D models that it came out unfinished. I know we're talking about Pokemon again, but I don't know. I've got it on the mind. Pokemon Sword and Shield it felt unfinished. The world felt very small and incomplete. Uh, the wild area didn't have a whole heck of a lot to do but catch Pokemon, which is fine. But it would be nice to have some additional stuff to do out there. Just little things, little things that they can add to to make it better. I would just say delete it and not like completely delete it like Brittany suggests. But just delete the retail release and just like say, okay, put start it back over. in the oven. It needs to cook some more. Yeah. Not even start over. Just cook it some more. 
That's okay. a good answer. Yeah, I get. Now that you've explained it, at first I was like, "Whoa, calm down!" But now that you've explained it, I, yeah, I get where you're coming from. I don't think it's that controversial. I mean, that game, I mean, was super controversial when it first released. It's probably still controversial, but whatever. Uh, Zyber, you're next. I'd say uh, my first pick is to yeet tech in the power of juju. Oh, <laughs> how dare you! That it's is a quality so product. Patrick Warburton's it's in so it. So boring. Stop. It's fine. Is that all? That's, it was that's the your, very that's first thing that popped in my head. I was like, "Yeah, I don't care." So, I feel like I put slightly more thought into mine. I don't know. Maybe yeet. I don't know. Yeet I away. didn't have time yeet to away. put thought into this. Um, if it was for me, I would get rid of Call of Duty for Modern Warfare because of the trend that it's set in video games. Every that game after being? that had the. Every game after that had the whole regenerating health. The respawning enemies, the browns and grays, urine-colored filter over everything. It was, it's, it's, it's set that trend that has carried over into all other first-person shooters and even has bled over somewhat into other games that we are only just now starting to get away from. I think that it, it, it really ruined just a lot of the gaming environment for, for a while. Yeah. For what, fifteen years at this point? If not I mean, it's more. sad because, like, you know, it became popular because it was good and refreshing. But I understand your point of sure, it was great at the time, but I'm so sick of it. Yeah, it's it's set a trend, and if I could just get rid of that game, I, I that would be the one I would get rid of because because of the trend that it set in releases. I, I just wanted to point set. out that that Call of Duty Four is not even the first Call of Duty to have a regenerating health system call of duty 2 had it but it did, which was even weirder but it is the one that popularized it in the gaming gestalt in the gaming zeitgeist but it, but it only popularized it because it sold the, the game really sold really well I, I i don't even know if you can say that it popularized it because it, it was the first game that sold really well that had it but i don't think that people were looking at call of duty which 4 popularized saying, oh, well, now it. we gotta have a regenerating health bar i don't know maybe yeah they did everybody Everybody wanted to be Call of Duty, so they just imitated it. Yeah, yeah I say it out loud. Call the of Duty until Modern Warfare. As... Yeah, when I say it out loud, the argument doesn't seem to make as much sense. So maybe I should take it back. Yeet it. Uh, and in, instead, just give us your next game that you're deleting. I, I will yeet that argument, and I will yeet this next game out of existence. How about Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts? Okay? <laughs> okay, you know I love this answer. Because yeah. this, because the game isn't even necessarily bad on on like a uh, on a um, like j- just from a base uh, level. Yeah, like on a base level, no tie to the series. It's it's a competent, you know, driving weird like driving platformer game with missions and and kind of interesting stuff in it. But as a Banjo Kazooie game, it fails completely, I, and that just makes me sad. It's just not what that series is supposed to be. And people are like, well, it evolved. Well, no, nobody says that anymore. Nobody acknowledges that nuts and bolts was is it good didn't now. evolve. But it, like back in back anything, when it, it came de-evolved. out, there was a lot of positive stuff out there about it. And I just I, it doesn't seem to make any sense today. It it really that game feels like Star Fox Adventures. They were building a different game, and they went, "Well, let's let's slap a popular title onto it to see if it'll sell." Yep. And yet, sorry, I, sorry, I, I would yawning. not eat Star. I would not eat Star Fox Adventures. No, I existence. would not either. Did you guys see the dinosaur planet stuff that recently got uh, yeah that posted? was that was pretty cool yeah 
That was that was neat. Yeah. Uh, Zyber. My next yeet is Halo Four because Ooh, good, it deserved to end at a great point at Reach. I uh, I love that answer. Halo yeet. Halo yeet. Yep. Infinite. No. Next. All right. Infinite. <laughs> All right, Dag. Go. Uh, League of Legends is my next answer because... Oh, interesting. (laughs) That would have saved me a lot of nights of not sleeping in college because I had a roommate who would play League of Legends all night and he was always, like, yelling. Even when I I was, like, up in the bed, I was clearly trying to sleep. He didn't seem to care. I I, I was too nice to, like, say anything. Well, that's because... he would... That's like you just needed to eat the roommate. But I was just like, what is... Well, here's... You're so obsessed with this freaking game. Here's the thing, though, is that that's a typical League of Legends player, and that's why I say get rid of the game. It's nothing but salty, angry people yelling all the time. Nobody's happy playing League of Legends. I don't know why people play it, but it's clearly popular. Get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Almost make, everyone make I know. everybody happy. Almost everyone I know that it is or was playing League of Legends says that they're happy when they stop playing. <laughs> yeah. So let's just do them a favor and just get rid of it. All right, I would yeet aliens, colonial marines from existence. Good answer. Okay? And here's the reason this is a good answer, because a lot of people, maybe the anti-argument would be, well, it taught us all a good lesson about hype and pre-order culture and everything. No, it didn't. It didn't teach anybody anything. People still pre-order crappy games all the time. Yep. It was just a crappy, stupid game that sucked and fooled a lot of people into thinking it was going to be good. The yep. end. I like it. Great answer. Zyber. I would say I would yeet one two switch because the switch deserved a much better uh, oh, I demo love this game. Answer. That's a great answer. That's good. Get rid of one two switch. Who cares about like ten years? Does Nintendo even reference one two switch in those like in those uh, nostalgia videos that they'll do? Like, oh, look at these great games that we've released over the past ten years. That game. That game isn't relevant today, let alone ten years. They well, rather put when Wii music than one two switch. Yeah. I think Wii Music will age better than 1-2-Switch. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We needed another uh, Nintendo World. Is that it? I can't remember. Yeah, Nintendo World was awesome. Nintendo 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 Land. Land. That was was it. Nintendo World. Upgrade to Nintendo World. Nintendo Odyssey, Nintendo Galaxy. Uh, New Nintendo. Nintendo 3D Land. Uh, Speaking... See now, speaking of like crappy tech demo esque mini game filled garbage that I would like to not ever exist, Carnival Games. That's my next answer. Like the Xbox one, the the Wii, the Wii Carnival Games. That eventually it's even more ridiculous that they put that game on Xbox One and PS4. That's even more absurd if you think about it. Yeah. That's just that's just trash shovelware that sold very well and taught people that they could release trash shovelware on the Wii, which led to a bunch of trash shovelware on the Wii and kind of buried all of the crap releases on the Wii, buried all of the good releases that were on the Wii. Yeah. Like, there's and, still people out there that are all like, what good Wii games? I'm just like, you know Mario Galaxy was on the Wii, right? <laughs> and, and you know what? Galaxy 2 that everybody freaks you know out what? about. No more Fortune heroes. Street. Fortune Street's on the Wii. That's mm-hmm. not the really last a great game. Stories, Pond Kingdom, Chronicles, Zack and Wiki. I was about to say Zack and Wiki. Oh, you beat me to it. Rhythm Heaven, NBA Jam. 
Oh, I Skyward, know. Next Skyward game. Sword. Manhunt Two. I don't know about. Let's let's call. It, let's let's. Mad roll World. Back. Spiegel, what's your Red next Steel. game you're deleting? Red Steel. No, uh, I don't know. No. <laughs> um, I, I was I was hoping to jar it out because I'm still trying to think of games. Uh, I really should have prepared <laughs> better for this one. Zyber, you go. I'll c- come back to me. I'll think of one. Okay. I would eat Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Ooh, good oh, answer. That's a great answer. Yeah, I keep trying to come up with con- con- controversial answers that I apparently just can't. My controversial answer is going your to be my last fine one. Anyway. Oh, my, my last one, one will be my controversial. Go okay, ahead. Go I ahead. got one. Final Fantasy Thirteen. Ooh, yeah. I How does everyone feel one. about that? Because like to it. me, that that really set Final Fantasy going in a direction that just is not as enjoyable. And and frankly, we've only really had one other Final Fantasy game since then. But like Final Fantasy thirteen two and the Lightning Returns stuff and the, the like fifteen was you know it was all right I guess. But it you know uh, I just hope that sixteen is a return to form that that franchise has needed basically since twelve. I'm well, on the fence about your statement or your I mean your yeeting. Um, because like, so I actually looked into it. They spent four to five years, um, trying to fix their mistakes with 13 and 14. (laughs) Like we saw absolutely nothing else from them besides 13 and 14 content for about five years because of that. So like, I definitely part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah, Why is that a good thing? I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just stating it that I looked into it and that's why I found out. So the thing is like. So, yes, it's terrible. Wow, they wasted all that time. On the other hand, I think it's fascinating that a company spent that amount of time and effort into trying to fix their mistakes or try to defend themselves either way. I think with 14, they did fix it. (laughs) With 13, no, no, they didn't. So, yeah, it's just like, well, yeah, if you yeeted it, then, like, what would have became of the company? And it's just, like, kind of a fascinating thing of, uh, I'm not sure if the company would actually be better if they never did 13 or did something else for 13 i mean i suppose you could make that argument for a lot of these but at the same time like i mean can they keep the lessons that they learned or do those lessons also not carry over with the deletion of the game itself because then you're really talking i would assume that the lessons don't carry over (laughs) yeah if the game just never existed you wouldn't get it's completely deleted from history then you you know what forget that answer forget that answer and i'll just yeet sonic the hedgehog because just yeet that entire <laughs> franchise, yeet the whole thing, and if you can't, you can't do that unless you delete the first game. So just yeet the, the whole freaking thing. How about that? So we just completely destroy Sega. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeet Sega. Oh no, because then we wouldn't get Yakuza. Yeah. Ah, Sonic begat tough, Yakuza, right? which begat Persona, which begat uh, Crazy Tag. Well, how about here's an here's an easy one for you. Rayman Raving Rabbids. Get rid of that so we can have good actual Rayman games. You wouldn't have Rabbids uh, Travel in Time. You wouldn't have uh, good. Mario Plus Rabbids. Um, you wouldn't can, have... As, 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 as cool as Kingdom Battle is, having actual Rayman games would probably be better. You yeah. wouldn't ha- Well, you wouldn't have uh, uh, the, the Despicable Me movies. Good. Oh my goodness, please. <laughs> well, people still like those. Well, people are idiots, so... But says that we have had two great Rayman games since the Rabbids games, but Ubisoft's just all like, oh yeah, we don't care about this Origins anymore. and Legends. Did people like Origins? That was unclear to me. I thought it kind of was mixed. 
I mean, or I mean, to me, Origins was good. It was. I never. I think. It. I think Origins was mixed, and Legends was like the same but better. And people were like, "Okay, we like Legends, though." I mean, like Legends was the sequel to Origins. It's basically yeah. what it was. It, That's what I'm saying. Just, they did all the great things from Origins and just made it better. Exactly. And I would I would say you would still have Origins and Legends and potentially other Rayman games in general that weren't Rabbids garbage. Hopefully, I'm okay. yeah. I'm okay with that. All right. Uh, I'll go with my last one then, I guess. Um, and that is Yeet. The Walking Dead Season 3. Uh, which is maybe not like a super strong one to go out on, but I just remembered that I wanted to say that because after The Walking Dead Season 2, that Telltale series fell off a cliff and all of the characters, all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, started sucking, including Clementine, who is like this incredibly unlikable person from the third season forward. I didn't even play the fourth. I didn't make it through season three. I hated it so much. I just thought it was stupid. I, never I didn't like finished. any of the characters. Like, how, how do you do a narrative-based story game where you don't like any of the characters? Awful. I never even actually finished season one, so... Really? Yeah. Season I, one is... I realized I got really? to the final episode and never played the final episode. Oh, you gotta play, see that thing through, man. That's one of the all-time greatest endings to a game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so dismissive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zyber? Um, I'm still thinking. Well, you know right. what? Season three of Bombers is going to be a lot better than season three of The Walking Dead, I'll tell you that. Now, now I'm scared that it won't be, though. Well, it couldn't be worse. I don't think here's my I don't... here's here's my argumentative controversial final eat Final Fantasy The first one that made Square Enix stick around. Alright, there there will be no season three. I, I stand corrected. There will be no season three. It's over. The podcast is has ended right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's so mad at me. I told you it was going to cause arguments, Spiegel. Nope, there will be no argument. It's too stupid of a take to worth argue. It's to be worth arguing about. I mean, uh, it, it really is a bad take. Well, maybe for, for... It's a terrible take. <laughs> why? Why would you? I want to hear your argument because this is so ridiculous. I am. I'm, You'd get rid of one of the greatest game, like RPG franchises of all time, that kept that franchise alive through the darkest, darkest days of the early two thousands, when everyone suddenly hated RPGs for some reason. Do you know how many games are published by Square Enix? No, a lot. Like all of them. All well, of them are. Let me put it this way: this answer is more of getting rid of the Final Fantasy. It would franchise. get rid of Square, it would get would, rid of Enix, it would get rid of all these companies. That I wouldn't want this argument. No Super Mario RPG? I wouldn't want to no get Chrono rid Trigger? of the company, but like the Final Fantasy... How about how about I switch it to just Final Fantasy VII, then? <laughs> Released as Final Fantasy VII in North America. Yes, that's the one. Just like the, the Final Fantasy games that caused the massive frothing fanboy Final Fantasy people that I've never you know they, they cause cyber I'm more of a Kingdom so Hearts fanboy actually I, it's just cyber <laughs> I don't you wouldn't have Kingdom Hearts if it wasn't for Final Fantasy 7 though you could <laughs> make that argument yeah it's the sacrifice I'm willing to make <laughs> well first we get rid of 13 then we get rid of 7 7 if we went 10 more games, we wouldn't have any Final Fantasy games left. But it's just, um, 
I mean, before I've always said, you know, I've never really liked the Final Fantasy series, and I've said this multiple times. It's just not me, and it's the the fanboys specifically that you know everyone gets into those stupid fanboy ar- arguments, like Link versus Cloud, and all that kind of silliness. You forgot like about the grade. other half of that, then the Link part. So yeah, we gotta Zelda... eat Zelda then. No, no, no. Zelda's great, and that can stick around. Yeet. Alright, Zyber, do you have your last one? We gotta do more questions. <laughs> like a real We're answer. I'm gonna the yeet Breath of the Wild. Over. Go yeet yourself. Monster. <laughs> so, so My confrontational last... confrit- whatever take. Yeet Breath of the Wild. Yeet that freaking $60 remake of a $4 Game Boy game on Switch called Link's Awakening. Yeet that. Well, that's easy to do. Yeah, that one's easy. That's not controversial at all. Zyber just wants to make me angry. Why does it have to be controversial? What is wrong with you people? Why I mean, I could have picked a good choices? Zelda game, but... Oh, you know what? I'm done with this question. What's the next question? <laughs> I'm bored of this conversation. Let's move on. <laughs> all right, so here's a question from Nelfane. Should gaming cater more to accessibility for its games or craft for a specific audience? Yes and no. Well, hold on, like, poor K, no los dos situation here, because why Why does it have to be one or the other? I mean, my answer is that I don't believe all of gaming should be catering to accessibility, but I also don't believe all of gaming should be crafting for a specific audience either, because Agreed. no way would gaming be popular if you could only, you know, access so much of it. Yeah, like, you're never going to please 100% of people, so try, like, aiming for pure accessibility is a fool's errand, and there are specific games, like, going back to my complaints over how the Dark Souls games aren't made for me, and that's fine, but also, you know, you should be wanting to reach as wide an audience as possible within your subgenre of gaming. Like, you shouldn't do things to actively exclude people from playing your games like the Dark Souls games you could argue do right. by making them so hard and so trial and error that it literally causes people to not have be interested at all. anxiety attacks over the fact that they're playing a Dark Souls game. Yeah. I actually have a little But you story. should also attempt to be reaching audiences as, as, as much as infinite growth is not a thing, having growth is nice. So mm-hmm. getting a wider audience, even if you lose some audience but gain a different audience, you know, like there's there's something to be said for accessibility and there's something to be said for sticking to your guns. And it depends on the type of game that you're making. Do you yeah, guys so think like that when there's I was such in a, a thing as being too accessible? Uh, like what would too accessible look like to you? Children's games like okay, Club Peg One and <laughs> mostly just, you know, that kind of boring it just they, the games just get boring mobile games mobile games are too accessible yeah i would eat mobile games so yeah. like when i was in a video game uh design class in college we were actually tasked with making a video game for a specific kind of people and we ended up rolling the dice for people 80 years and older <laughs> and so we made this a uh, very very simple car driving game where the car just moves to the right and you can switch lanes and make the car jump it's just two simple buns and uh the one person we had try it out that was actually over 80 my grandpa he was great at switching lanes but he could not jump and switch lanes like he could only focus on 
one bun. He couldn't even like change his focus to moving to the other bun. And so hmm. interesting. So there is a thing of uh maybe we can't have a, we can't move accessibility to literally everyone, but on the other hand, like uh, people in the 70s and stuff actually enjoyed the game. It had their older music in it. It was just a little funky mobile game basically. And that's why mobile games exist for that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeet old people is what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's 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 the take I got. <laughs> Well, thank you, Nelthane, for another question. Uh, let's, do, let's, let's try another one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rob. Another Nelthane Rob question. asked oh, us, "What question. is the stupidest thing that you believed was real as a kid, only to find out later in life was fake?" Happiness. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> oh, that's sad, actually. I mean, I don't really have any like stupid. Well, then why'd you things. choose this question? Because it's a popular well, I like question. The question. I like the question. I no, I'm like really answering it. Like, I'm just the weird. stupidest thing that I believed was real. Uh, I mean, Santa Claus. I mean, if you think about it, like, like, like what? Why would anybody think that it's a good idea to lie to your children and say that Santa Claus is a thing that's that's real? Because that's essentially, as a kid, like that is your first, that's your first kind of exposure to a godlike figure. I also mean, made some think that Santa just hates poor people. Right. Yeah. I mean that's true. So Santa does hate poor people, though. Uh, well, Santa does give coal to bad kids, you know, p- poor people's kids. So like they can they can yeah. heat their Coal's house. Coal's expensive, yeah. first of all. So I don't know where that. Um, the stupidest Santa's thing I believe does a kid carbon footprint justice. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Like, I guess I also just want to say trust in general. If you jump <laughs> off the roof of your house, you'll fly. That one's yeah. still true, though. Go try it out. Yeah, no, I just never had any of those kind of things I actually believed in. You guys are bumming me out. This is a bummer <laughs> question. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a happy I'm question. sorry. I'm pretty cynical as did, a kid. Something we didn't believe in as a kid that we found out was true when we were an adult. How about that? Like, I didn't believe that my parents, you know, didn't make enough money to buy me all the games that I wanted. And it turns out that they didn't. Wait, oh, crap. that's sad, I did too. it again. Hold on. <laughs> How about let's just move on to a question that's better. Okay. A question from Himaru. What is a game you really like that most people seem to dislike? Oh, I got Danger a great answer Nuts and Can bolts. I go first? Can I go first? No, well, I don't apparently like not, but you can go second. <laughs> Donkey Kong 64. I really like that game, and oh. everyone seems to hate it for some reason. They're like, oh, it's clicked on. Why, why, why can I not pick up the blue bananas? And it's like, why do you want to pick up the blue bananas with another Kong? You know, the blue screen. bananas, they, they belong to Lanky. They're not, they're not Chunkies. They're Blanky's bananas. <laughs> well, my answer is anything that Dig likes or dislikes, I mean... <laughs> Why is Deg sharing a stream with us? I don't know. I want you to see that my actual answer to this question was Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Is it really? Yeah. See what I highlighted there? Get, get yeah. I, I like get get out of here. <laughs> it should also be noted that he did write the word infinitude out on the page. So that was not oh, something yeah, for he made sure up did. in the moment. That was Ooh. All right. Is this episode Ooh. almost over? Yeah, I was, I was hoping we were running out of time. 
I, I was kind of hoping that my nuts and bolts would be the comedy ending to the show, but here we are, still talking to each other. So I didn't find it, it funny really at comical. all. No, I thought it was hilarious. Disturbing. You're disturbing. Let's do one more special bonus okay. question. Uh, right. This one is going to be from Nelfane. If you could curse someone with a petty annoyance, what would it be? Oh, I'm really glad we get to answer this one actually, because I have a really good answer. I think. Um, and that is, so have you ever like been cutting your nails with like a nail clipper and you accidentally cut a little bit too far and you expose too much of the underside of your nails, yes. like that little, that sensitive skin underneath the nail. Ouch. Yeah. And it, and like everything hurts, like the air brushing past it hurts that sensitive skin. That is what I would curse somebody with to have nothing but those types of finger exposure events for eternity. Just the tips of your fingers would just hurt forever. You couldn't do anything. Cyber? Do you have one, Dave? <laughs> I, I do have one. I figure we can end on it. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, Cyber doesn't get to answer this one. <laughs> or No, he nope, does. I don't. Uh, the petty annoyance is that Zyber no longer gets to answer any more Bomber's Notebook questions. That's it. No, oh, I had an actual answer. <laughs> Fine. My petty annoyance is uh, that and I really don't know. I should have thought one before asking this. Once again, picking a question you didn't have an answer to. I don't have an answer to I, any He didn't of these pick questions. the questions. I picked the que- I I was the one who assembled the questions. I don't know why you keep throwing this on Zyber. I just went into the chat and I just grabbed them all. Oh. We have a lot of questions we didn't answer. How about petty annoyance? You always have to take the game out and put it back in to get it to start. Ooh, that's annoying. You're talking about like a cart-based scenario? Any no. physical game. <laughs> and and also download games. You have to you have to take oh, a, take it out and put it back in to start it up again. Take out the hard what drive. What are you talking about? Every time you want to play a game, you got to delete it and re-download it. Or like a disc or cartridge, you have to take it out and then put it back in. You don't have to do that. What what is wrong with your consoles where you have to take out the game every time? That's the annoying part of it. Oh, I'm an idiot. Okay, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that it was related to a question. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's annoying that I have to do that all the time. It's like, no, you don't have to. Wait, wait a minute. No, okay, I don't. Yeah, that, that would be that would be annoying. <laughs> it's annoying uh, that every time you have to cut your fingernail to reveal some of your skin. <laughs> it doesn't suck having to cut your fingernails too short all the time. <laughs> I know, I do it every day and I hate it, but I just can't stop. Then I eat the nails. <laughs> then my skin. <laughs> uh may the thing you're looking for never be in the first place you look. Never. Was that your funny ending to the season two of Bombers? No, that was just my answer. I said I was going to save it. Not none of this is funny. But we got to go out how we came in. Unhilarious. Not funny. Have you guys ever? Do you guys ever think about the fact that like some days you eat more skin than you do like vegetables, or is that just a me problem? You you eat more uh, spiders than you do skin. Does the skin of an apple count? Does the skin of a vegetable count? Does the skin of a human being count? Well, it depends. Is the human being a vegetable or not? (laughs) 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 (laughs)
The end. <laughs> uh. This is not a joke. No, this is bombers. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> bombers. <laughs> All right.